Hey everybody, you got the ladies of She 2 back with it again, episode 4. Today we have a special guest. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just gonna, you know, <laughs> introduce her. She's a very loving person. We love her so much. She's inspiring. So let's just get into it. But first, we're going to have Miss Jessica. Um, she did her Twitter chat with y'all. We're so proud she did. I did my homework for the <laughs> week. Okay, so I want to give a couple highlights, some advice from the community. So we did a Twitter chat, and we kind of asked similar questions to what we answered last week based on imposter syndrome. So um, first off, we had some affirmations from Brown Girl v- Meets VoiceOver World. And she gave us a few of her um, affirmations to help her uh, give herself a confidence boost. So she said for voice acting, she says, my success as a voice actor is inspirational to others. And just in general, she says, I focus on the best of myself. I focus on the best in others. I focus on what I am grateful for. So hashtag affirmations on that one. Creative Love answered our question, what kind of things do you tell yourself when you're feeling nervous or unsure of your ability? And she said, number one, there's always something new to learn. Number two, there is room for growth. Number three, if you don't succeed, good. If you um, if you succeed, good. If you don't, it's a lesson learned. And then number four, remember your why. If things go wrong, so you don't quit. And then lastly, let's see. Alrighty. So, um, what's your best advice for someone feeling like a frog and are feeling like a frog? <laughs> I'm like, is we hopping in this bitch now? What? Yeah, I'm about to go with it too, like feeling like a frog. Yes. Okay. No. What's your best advice for someone feeling like a fraud? Okay. Um, and R.L. Winfrey said, number one, long as you have passion and open mind to criticism, especially, and the will to get better, the sky's the limit. And then number two, listen to the doubters, haters in some case, carefully, because there's beauty in the struggle and some truth to every lie. So thank you to everybody that participated in our Twitter chats. And uh, yeah, I needed the pressure. So uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing more of those in the future for everybody. So we just wanted to give everybody an opportunity to explore some STEM careers with us and also so that you all can know that those big wigs at your job, they're just like you. So today, like Kayla said, we're going to interview and just discuss um, our guest, Shelly. Um, just so you know, she's just like us because we stopped at the store and we got us a $9 bottle of champagne. <laughs> so if you feel a little, you know, bubbly on this episode, just know we already started drinking a little bit. So we invite you to do so, too. Unless you're listening at work, do not drink at work. No, do it at work. Not, do it at well, work. You can, oh don't listen God. to Kayla because you would like to keep your job. So we're going to get started. We'll find another job where you can drink it. <laughs> Do it in the bathroom. Shelly said find a drive where you can drink So we're going to work for Shelly so we can drink at work and she won't tell on us. Yay. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what city do you rep? All right. Well, I rep the NYC. Um, So coming straight from New York, Harlem. Um, I work at Nickelodeon in New York. Uh, It's a great experience. Love the city. Okay. So, like, what do you do? Oh, what do I do? Um, I track toys. In clothes. Um, I actually work for the Nickelodeon Consumer Products Business, and we work with apparel and 
home goods and toys and you name it that we may make, we sell it and we track it. And um, I make sure that um, we're working with Walmart and Target and Amazon and making sure that we have products coming your way for kids to just have fun and adults because we do still have um, some adult properties um, and hopefully we'll have some more products coming out for our, our older um, audiences. But I make sure that we're tracking the performance of that and that we're making money um, and we're creating great marketing programs that really work with consumers and viewers. Um, but it's a lot of fun. So what's the coolest thing about your job? Because I feel like when people hear Nickelodeon, it's like slime. <laughs> do, you, do you get to slime people yes or no so no we don't we don't slime anybody anymore they actually used to have that as a part of the um like when you come in as a you know as a new hire mm. um people did they used to get slimed because um, it's such a big thing right so everyone wants to get slimed um but i'm not ready you know i'm trying to keep my hair together <laughs> uh, during the day so I'm, I'm i'm not quite not quite there yet um but i did uh I, I saw an image, um, we have a thing called Slime Fest. And I believe at Slime Fest, they have this contraption in which like 10 people can get slimed simultaneously at the same time. It's insane, but I do want to see that. Like, I'd love to see it live. See it, but not do But it. you don't want to be a part of it. Would you get slimed you know, I with do us? I do it. That's, that's, I do it. That's your homework Is now. that the Shonda Rhimes? So we're not going to, we, we, <laughs> the, the power of yes, of, what is it? The year, year, of, yes. year yes. of yes. Year of yes. We may not be there for the year of yes, but yes, we support it. Um, but uh, not not today. So uh, I'm going to say, or I want to know I'm interested in, like what degrees or like what is your training in um, to like work at Nickelodeon? Um, I think part of it is to be interested in what we do. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I love our shows. So my background is engineering. So I started off as a mechanical engineer um, in Southfield, Michigan. I worked for a company called American Specialty Cars, um, and I did product and business planning. So I constantly work with engineers and trying to identify new vehicles and concept cars to come into the market. It was amazing, but it taught me about products and people and business and how do you really design something that people would love and like. Um, and in that job, I enjoyed what I did, right? So it connected my regular life and, and things that I like to do, technology, um, engineering, creating new things, finding things to connect people with their passions and things that they liked. Um, and, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but it was at a time when everybody knows automotive can be very cyclical. Um, so we had major layoffs and we really downsized. Um, and so I found myself wondering, what do I do? Um, it's that common question because you don't, we don't always think 5, 10, 15 years ahead. So, you know, and you don't expect, oh, I'm going to lose my job, you know, in the next week or two, but um, I, I think I got lucky. You know, my parents were like, yeah, just keep your head. It'll be fine, it'll work out. Um, and I actually made the decision to go back to school. Uh, so I went back and I got an uh, MBA in business. Uh, and in <laughs> business school, I said, wow, uh, I like branding and I like marketing, but I also like engineering, but I don't necessarily want to go and make toilet paper uh, <laughs> or you know, sell tampons or you know, what have you. And you just don't know what brand you're going to get. But um, I had someone ask me, like, well, what is it, the one, what do you want to do? Like, what are the industries that you like? And I was like, well, I like sports. You know, I like watching TV and all that. And so they were like, why don't you consider doing something in media, entertainment, and sports? And I said, oh, well, that's, that's an idea. I was like, but how am I supposed to go from engineering 
you know, kind of to business and make that media entertainment and sports. Because everyone said, like, oh, you really have to start at the bottom, like, you know. And I was like, well, what does that look like? Because, you know, I have loans. You know, and I was like, you know, I I have to pay these loans back. I tried to give the money back after the degree, but they wouldn't take it. She tried to give it back. You know, so I said, well, you know, what do I do? And I was like, I'm just going to take a chance and and go for it. And um, I was different because all my classmates had jobs. They had bonuses. Like, I mean, they were going hard, like, doing big. And I was like, I'm going to try. They're like, you sure? Like, I know, you know, so-and-so is hiring. And I was like. I'll pass on my resume, but I think I really want to do this. So I literally just took a risk. Um, I slept on one of my classmates' couches for about two months in New York um, and kind of pounded the pavement, and I got an opportunity just for, I think it was um, it was a contract position for maybe like three months, uh, and they were doing product, just like product performance tracking for Nickelodeon, and I went in, and it was one of my first interviews when my boss, literally, or my future boss, literally just had a conversation with me. We just talked about things that I was interested in and we talked about just things in the world and kind of a little bit about my background, but she was just getting to know me, you know, how I was, what I was like, and she was like, you were curious, you sounded like you were just a hard worker and you were interested in learning things uh, and doing more and just trying to figure out how do you connect all the things that you've done in your life? And she was like, so let's try this. So um, I started, um, it was a position in which I thought I was really just going to be like putting together spreadsheets. Um, but I was able to take my engineering background and really kind of get into operations. Because people don't realize, every time you go to the store and they you scan your credit card or pay with cash, they're tracking you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's information and it's data. Uh, and there's a story behind that. So, you know, try and find out what's the story. And I was like, wow. Like, I'm now using my engineering background, my business background, marketing background, and it all kind of fell into place. But we believe in having fun in Nickelodeon. So I love it there because it's fun. Um, you know, nobody, it, it's not the end of the world. You know, selling SpongeBob t shirts is not <laughs> a, 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 a live or die situation, you know? Uh, so, you know, it's like it's just making it fun every day and, and you get to talk to people about everything. Um, I don't know everything about children's television, anime, but I like learning about it. Um, having conversations just about, superheroes or anime or cartoons and you know learning more about cartoons that maybe I didn't see when I was growing up and I'm like wow like that sounds good but somebody will say yo you should check it out you know go into the library you should check it out so you're sitting at work working on data you know working on spreadsheets and you're watching cartoons on the other thing like who could ask for anything great and we do have beverages at work from time to time. <laughs> I'm more interested in the cartoon library. Right. Okay, right. so I, I got a like, question. SpongeBob so, <laughs> on split screen with a spreadsheet. Okay, so anime so, yes. though, do you watch Attack on Titan? So um, I I don't, but again, Dang. we literally have uh, access to just libraries and libraries of content, footage, um, some things, whether it be Viacom focused, because um, as Nickelodeon we still are Viacom. So whether you're talking about Comedy Central or um, the Paramount Network or whatever. We have kind of just libraries of everything. And because we track advertising, because that's really kind of the base of our business, we also have commercials. So I always joke with people, sometimes we, we go around and we also just kind of joke around and look at the different commercials that are out mm-hmm. um, and everything. I know for me, I'm classic for pulling a commercial to, to show my mom and say, this, this is you. Um, I know there's one where it's about the IT guy. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like um, either Spectrum or one of the cable companies and 
this guy is breaking up with his mom because he's like, look, I can no longer be your oh, IT yeah. guy. He's like, I can't be your you IT know? guy no more. Um, you and it's like, me. how am I supposed to know the passwords? I'm saying, this is my life. You know, as my mom calls me at work, I, 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 need, I, need, to, I need to book a ticket. What do I do? You know, I, I, can't, I can't get into my, my account. What's my password? I'm saying to myself, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know your password, mom. No, you know the password. And I'm like, I don't know the password. We need to figure it out. I need to reset it. What do I do? Go into my computer. And I'm saying to myself, that's really illegal, but, you know. <laughs> but anyway, but that, that's my life in a nutshell. It's, it's just fun. Um, and like I said, I think I joked with somebody the other day, there's a little sign above my desk that just says, just playing. And that's, it's like that all over the office. You know, you're watching designers ride around on little scooters, but we still get work done. So it, it is serious, <laughs> it is serious, serious work, but it is, it's a whole lot of fun. Um, but I stumbled upon it. Um, but sometimes those can be the best experiences, the ones that are unexpected. Um, I think you were saying like in the recap, you just never know where you're going to learn. Um, you never know the experience you're going to stumble upon. You just have to sometimes take a leap and just see what happens, you know? I believe in taking leaps. Y'all know I be trying shit, so. She be trying every right. damn thing. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to do bartending on the side in like two months. So. No, she was looking me dead in her eyes. My eyes crossing because hey. I've already had like three glasses of beer. And I'm like, she really fucking talking about I'm But that, that's bartender. good. And you'll meet some interesting people. <laughs> I was like, that seemed like a good side hustle. I was like, I'm real nice after yeah. I had like a couple, but not too many. Then, you know, you don't want to talk to me. But uh, So, next question. Well, um, when you were growing up, were you involved in any STEM activities or anything that you feel like helps, like, fuel your um, passion for engineering? Hmm. That's a good one. So, actually, I don't think I was. And I think part of the reason, well, no. I did one computer camp um, when I was younger. At a, a, I, I grew up in D.C. Uh, so, it was, in a, it was, like, in a junior high school called Douglas. I think it was Douglas um, Junior High School. And they'd never done like a computer camp before, I don't really think that, most people didn't really use computers kind of growing up. Like it was a new thing. So it's not like we had a lot of computers in school or just around. Um, so we goofed off probably most of the day, but um, it was interesting. But I don't necessarily know if it was anything that truly caught my interest. I think for me, I was just always, I loved math and I loved figuring things out. Like mm -hmm. if you could, if it was a problem, I loved to, solve the problem or wonder I was wondered how something worked um and I was a kid that got into it and well did you just take that apart oh oh uh, you know <laughs> I, I, I'll put it back together just give me five minutes just give me five minutes you know and my brother's sitting there stealing pieces so of course I never can get it back the the right way but um I was always just curious I'd say not was I am um I still am you know as my team I think I've created a team where we're all curious too we are the ones please don't leave us in your office too long um, <laughs> because we will kind of get into something trying to figure out how it works we are you know like Richard just like next thing you know fumble oh get it you know um but I'm still curious um in everything but I didn't necessarily have any STEM programs but honestly there weren't a lot around um and so I didn't know that I really wanted to do engineering. Um, I was really curious, like to read, but I liked math, but I don't think I was ever encouraged to really follow the math track. Um, I think that most people around me, if you're, if you were smart um, and you were black, they, they always just tended to push you towards either law or being a doctor. Um, you know, otherwise, like most people I know were teachers. 
Um, and so I didn't necessarily think about other careers at all. And so I think for that reason, I'm, I'm learning now, I'm always asking people, what's your passion? What do you want to do? And how do we get you to that? Um, and now that I've been exposed to a lot of careers, I try and do it. But STEM, like, I don't even think we had a lot of programs. Um, so I just didn't. And I, I actually went to freshman year. I wasn't an engineering major. I, in the back of my mind, thought that I wanted to be. But I just wouldn't admit it. And I just let everyone kind of tell me, you know, go down another path. I was actually um, law, um, like a pre-law um, pol in politics. And I have, a, I have the worst memory. So it was no way I was ever going to be <laughs> like that. a lawyer that or, sur or survive that. that. I mean, I needed engineering where they said you can bring in a cheat sheet. <laughs> then I'm going to be in court probably like, so wait, did you do it? <laughs> so, funny, so funny story. Um, in, in grad school, I took like this like this law class um, and you had to defend like a thing. And I'll never forget in the final, I had all my stuff. I was like, Oh, got my papers. I got my defense, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my professor countered with a point and I just stopped and I was like, I mean, Hey, that's a really, I was just like, that's a really good point. <laughs> and, and I said, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of papers, but I can't, yeah, I can't counter that one. That's a, I said, oh yeah, you took me out. You took me out on that one. And I remember the class was like, oh, I can't believe she said that. But I was like, it's a good point. You know, like, what do you do? So yeah, I wouldn't be a good lawyer. <laughs> but hopefully I'll, I'll be able to always hire a good lawyer if no. I need it. Mm -hmm. So one thing we would not hire you for. Okay. Yeah. Ahead. Don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> that or anything that involves memorization. So going back to college, like. What was your greatest college struggle and like what did you do to like overcome that? Ooh. That's a I, I feel like I, I wanna say it's a tough one, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's there are just so many. I think, you know, uh, one of my biggest challenges was actually crossing back over into engineering. Mm. You know, um, making that decision that no, I'm gonna go from engineering and you know, a lot of people may not be familiar with engineering programs. But a lot of times you have to get into school of engineering, but then you have to matriculate into like the area that you want. And because I was a little bit late, I remember them telling me, cause I was actually at NC state. Um, and I remember them telling me, Hey, like our slots for mechanical engineering are full. And I was like, what? Like, no, like, I think you should, you know, it's, it's like, I can just work around, you know, work around the schedule. Like I'll just take the classes another semester, you know, whatever. Um, and they were like, no, like you have to go probably materials uh, or aerospace. And that's not what I wanted to do. Hmm. Um, so I think a part of my struggle was fighting to do what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up transferring um, to North Carolina A&T in Greensboro. And so then it was like I'm transferring, trying to start my mechanical engineering program. I'm a little bit, you know, behind. I'm now in a completely different school because I went from um, predominantly white to historically black college and university. And it was a huge culture change, mm -hmm. right? Um, and everything, but it was amazing now to see even more, you know, uh, black engineers that are doing really well. So I'm all intimidated, like, oh gosh, like I gotta, gotta really step up my game. And I'm awkward, so I'm really stepping up my game <laughs> and awkward. Um, I walked into my first differential equations class. Oh, I tri God. Oh. tripped into the classroom no, and no. everything. Everyone's staring at me. I'm like, oh, hey, hi. Oh, excuse me. I'm knocking people <laughs> over. I'm like, oh, great entrance um, and everything. You but, were Myrtle. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a scene. Um, but I survived. Did graduate. I survived. And have a mechanical engineering degree. Um, but I think the struggle was getting going after what I wanted mm -hmm. and not quitting. 
right? I think that's the um, issue with a lot of students right. nowadays. Like, as soon as they get that first note, they just immediately just quit. Shut down. You know, because yep. it's, it's no other options presented to them or they're just shut down from what they really wanted. So it's, like you said, just really fighting for yeah. that every day, like what mm-hmm. you really are passionate about. Yeah. I was able to easily convince them to let me take like the math classes, it was the engineering core classes that I knew I needed to start or otherwise I really wouldn't be paying for school forever. But, you know, I remember I had to get like three signatures to get into a stat, uh, stat statics class. First um, of all, you needed signatures to get into a class? Well, I was trying to get into engineering and mechanical. So because I didn't make it into mechanical, I had to get permission to at least try and take the statics class. Um, so I had to get a couple of, but (laughs) again, it's one of those, do you, do you push or do you just go ahead? Like, yo man, let me just get a degree and and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, I was like, I'm going to try. Um, and I remember walking to that class the first day where I was not only the only female, but I was only black. Um, so to be the only female and black, um, I think they may have started the class in, in class number two or three by the time I finally got in there. So of course all the groups were taken. Um, so you're trying to find, trying to find a study group. Just trying to get in that group period on top of all the groups being taken, man. I've been in the back of the corner a bunch of times. Like, okay, I guess I'm about to do this shit by myself. It's just hard, Mm -hmm. right? No, it's like when you get added to a group, it's kind of like when your mama make you go with your older brother or sister, like, just take them with (laughs) you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They be looking at you like, and everybody like. And they can make you feel unwanted, and you're like, they oh, already man. divided the work up. They're like, right. I mean, I guess you can. Uh, well, that's the, the papers. and that's the other thing. So you get all the leftover assignments right. that no one really Nobody wants. And you're like, oh, but I got to step up. Right? They got you doing the citation pages. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to do those the fucking pages. Oh or the God. last minute Project putting everything together, together yeah. right? You like you that's put just all the, the report together. That's mm-hmm. and that's pressure too. Because mm-hmm. you know it's it's rough. Alrighty, so what did working in the corporate world teach you about yourself? <laughs> Maybe want to take a sip of wine. She <laughs> yeah, that, that too. I think that you know I I've always been a grinder, uh, and you know sometimes you know I've always been tried to be thoughtful about when I say things when I, when I listen um, when I learn. You know, like sometimes like. Yo, you got to know your place, right? Um, and I think what I've learned in the corporate world is, no, you have to have a voice. Mm, um, you know, word. right, don't get into the room, but make sure they realize they want you in that room. They want to know what you have to say um, and to have a voice and that you just have to dig deep sometimes and just do it, right? Um, you know, fake it till you make it. Fake that's it. what, that's the what fuck we I said, said. Right. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Fake it you make it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not one that's, always been crazy aggressive uh, or anything like that but you know you have to walk in there and just own your confidence and own your voice um and when you do that it's amazing what th- when things happen you know and who p- and how people know your names like and all of a sudden people kind of know who you are and you're like wow how you know how you know me you know um, Duh, like i was sitting and this exec was like Hey Kayla, can I sit here? And I was like, who the f- what right. the fuck? <laughs> what? How do you right. know me? Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> that's that happened to me with uh, my fellowship. Like, it was an opportunity where we all like met all these different uh, representatives from different companies around the area. Like, they're a uh, part of startups or whatever. And you know, I just one of the guys just let me know after we had the event. Like, 
I noticed that you were speaking up and like I noticed that you were like trying to drive the conversation and like I appreciate that and I was just like thank you because that took a lot a out lot. of me and I had to like immediately run outside at the end of it like oh my anxiety like calm myself down but I was like <laughs> people will remember you and they'll remember that you were going the extra mile and that you always spoke up or you offered advice or you offered Something that was valuable as right. opposed to just sitting around and soaking up air. But, I mean, I think, understand it doesn't always work, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's some meetings where I'm like, oh, I didn't say anything because I was so nervous and got kind of so mm-hmm. caught up of, wait, what are they talking about? What is the number? Do I know this information? Um, et cetera. So sometimes I walk out of the meeting and I'm like, oh, I shrink. I can't believe I didn't know anything. And you're just like, you got to do better, got to do better. But you just have to get back up on the horse yeah. and try again. Get back in the room and the next time. You know, every second or third, try and say something. Agree with someone out loud. Oh, no, very good point. I, oh, I, I totally, I agree with you. That's a great point. <laughs> you know, that's don't a, do that every time, but, But yeah. that's a good tip, agree with somebody out loud. Because sometimes you, like, I'm a reserved person, so mm-hmm. I would tend to not say anything I'm unless I have something to say. I'm an eye contactor. Like, I'll look at you like... <laughs> like, 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 that means yes. Staring like, I agree. <laughs> Two blinks, no. Yes. But either way, however you make that connection, people do remember that. And you will be surprised like when somebody is like, oh, they know your name and they remember you from wherever. And you're like, I was just sitting there trying not to suffocate myself to death. <laughs> <laughs> but they remember that, you know, that you were there and you were just being not being too afraid to just try because that's what we 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 are so freaked out sometimes that we just don't say anything. And if you don't volunteer for something, mm-hmm. mm. right? Um, when because people don't want to take on any more work right so sometimes the best opportunity is when they're like you know we really need somebody to look into x and it may have nothing to do what you're doing now but if you volunteer one you've now said something um, and two you get a chance to show somebody your work um, and learn potentially learn something new right so I try every different things every time we'll see what happens play it by ear (laughs) go with it so like do you have, like, a strong system, like, support system, and, like, who's in it? <laughs> wow. Um, I'd say what's interesting is, you know, I, I, I have a family that's kind of, that's worked. Some people have been to school. Some people haven't. But most haven't necessarily had the, I guess, the background that I've had, whether it's um, multiple degrees and then, you know, truly working in corporate America. Um, so I found that my support system has come from a lot of friends that I've made through school. Um, I have a tremendous support system through Nesby, um, and a, a lot of friends who are engineers who are just my friends, right? It's not just about, um, National Society of Black Engineers, it's about the camaraderie, right? And the people. So a lot of my f- close friends and, and cheerleaders have come from Nesby, but, um, also from school, um, just, just lifelong friendships because you just, I mean, it's, Long nights, design projects, you start to go through some things with people. Um, you get to know people, too, um, the good and the bad. And, and if you can really meet some good people, um, I think you're great. But I think that my friends are a true support system. Uh, my family is, too, um, I think. But even my family, I talk about this with my dad all the time. He's just like, hey, like, I just don't know um, what you, I recognize my life is, is so different than yours and, and what you go through from day to day. But... I appreciate that just as much because I can just talk to him. Yeah, Yeah, it's it is that acknowledgement to recognize like, hey, like I know you're really working hard, and I know I can't give you the exact advice you need, but I can at least listen 
mm-hmm. um, and try. And I think that I'm surprisingly haven't necessarily had a lot of mentors. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, even though I'm further along my career, I still, I still don't necessarily haven't mastered how to get a mentor. You know, people are like, oh, I have like three mentors. I have five mentors have told me X, Y, and Z. Um, but I'd say that my boss has definitely started to pick me up as a mentor. And when I say she'll push me out there, she'll push me out there, but you need that. Um, so I have a support system right now, I think, that's at work. Um, I have one at home with my parents and with my friends. Thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we really had to, like, drag her here she and, and tell her that she would be good. Oh, yeah. Right? She <laughs> ran from us at the restaurant and tried to hide. I was like, yes. Shelly, we're going to go now. She's like, she okay. And turned so away hard. from me. Like, If I could have made my way to the airport, I probably would have. <laughs> So we're going to get into like a little bit more uh, lighthearted questions. Yeah, because this is stressful. <laughs> no, we were just trying you to get the people to What am I saying? <laughs> the recap had so many like eloquent quotes. I'm like, oh, I don't have any of that. So I think it would be cool if we do three rounds. And it's not going to be questions. Three? Give you all to ask. Three rounds. And we're going to go around. Please. And randomly ask you questions. So you just answer off the top of your head. You may just give random answers. Go. Right. Yes. What is up with this Rugrat shit? Because <laughs> I'm not feeling this new design. No, I'm How not. How is Tommy Pickle's head smooth? <laughs> <laughs> Chucky is which like really, Which is just completely not right. But I, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. So, I, you know, uh, it's crazy. Working for Nickelodeon, I feel like half of my friends will find out things sometimes before I do. And they'll text me at work like, oh, what's going on with the show? Why did you change everything? The old characters have changed. The storyline has changed. People are older. And I'm saying to myself, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I wasn't in the, in the creative dis- discussion. But it's funny when you are, I think that some of the same questions that people have, people around the room are actually saying the same things because they're talking from their experience. You know, I love the Angelica because X, you know, um, you know, so I don't I really don't, I don't know. It, it's a good question. But, uh, you know, it hurts your heart because you're like, oh, it's such a classic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, such a classic. But I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> she said, I don't know. I'm sorry. I apologize. Right. You know, it's okay. Trans- true transparency. I there's some days where, as you know, we've talked before, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on with this new this new release or this show. But, you know, we'll see. What's your favorite pop? Hmm. And do you call it pop? I call it soda. Oh, okay. get off but the I show. know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, actually, the last couple of days, um, I'm into anything grape. So I've been almost obsessed with drinking Fago grape. Rat shit. Fago, uh, Fago grape. Um, you know, I had to take a moment down memory lane. Took me down with red, just because that is a memory lane. I think any kid in their life. Has has done red pop mm-hmm. like it's it, it is true. So, what's your go to hairstyle and why do you love it? Oh Lord Jesus, you gonna tell me that? You know I'm in transition. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I have various various go to ra- uh, hairstyles right now, um, and I'm I'm building up my wig repertoire. Oh oh, um, she's trying to be like it's a wig. Hashtag, <laughs> um, but. Trying to think, what's my go-to? Uh, my go-to right now is a, a ponytail, and I'd say for the last probably about a year and a half, because woof, having hair on my neck is just drives me crazy. Um, living in New York, it's the train. I mean, I just constantly take the train, and right now it's just hot. Um, you know, I live uptown, so I feel like it's a little hotter uptown with my people. 
<laughs> um, but you know, it's it's just so annoying just having hair all over. I had my summer hair in uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, it was nice. It was cute, but it was a lot. It was just a lot. So, round two, Kayla. Huh. I gotta think. Okay. Cat or dog? Dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I love how Shelly already got answers <laughs> to the question. Okay. So, um, like, what would be your? And I know you you be traveling everywhere, and my broke ass just be looking like, damn. I just I'm be traveling too. to my bed. But like, <laughs> I just what be would be? To my bed. I'm be balling your, broke. <laughs> what would be your dream destination? So crazy thing is, I actually just had this conversation with myself because um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's my list. So you, I look at these like travel noir, like oh, these are so beautiful. I never would have thought. I don't even know what half the places are. I'm not strong at geography, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I do know that I have kind of made this commitment to travel the world more um, and go places I never would have imagined or thought of, you know, whether it's, I'm gonna go to Thailand, you know, I just, you know, people think about, oh, I'm gonna go to Paris or London. And I think these places are great, you know, and everybody should go, but I'm into exploring new places. So um, a couple of friends of mine, just f- friends of mine, uh, we just got back from Croatia. Um, so I watched Game of Thrones, you watch Game of Thrones, shout out, yes, yes. Game yes. of Thrones. Um, so we went to Croatia and I, it was one of the most amazing experiences. Um, just because it's beautiful, we did an ATV tour, and I think it was one of the most the most fun things. But who thinks to go on an ATV tour on their vacation? Maybe other people do, um, but that was so new to me. And I was like, "Yo, let's let's go for it." But I don't I don't have a place just yet. That you know, I actually hate the fact that I don't have an answer mm. for that one um, because I want a place. Um, but exploring just the world randomly, I'm down with that. I think that's that's better than having one spot that yeah. you really want to go to. You're just open. My goal everything. is to actually be rich one day and to tell <laughs> all my friends, pack pack a little bit of everything and just show up at the airport. That's my goal. Okay, so Elena, Elena, that's your homework. We are Get your friends. life. Oh. <laughs> so that you can take us. <laughs> so I have to be the baller. Yes. Okay. Oh, we'll I thought I was just saying we just got to be Shelly friends. I was trying to be Shelly friends to get on the I don't know. Like, there are oh, okay. people out there. And I, I, I work with this guy um, when I was here in Michigan. And his mom, that's where I learned it from. His mom and, like, they had a crew. And every, like, every, like six months, or so I guess, like, twice a year, each one of them will plan a vacation and none of them would know. They'd just show up at the airport ready to go. Wow. That's, Amazing. that's sexy. I don't have, I don't have that money is like sexy. That. I don't have money like that. But in my dreams, it works out <laughs> tremendously well. So what do you listen to when you want to get hype? Uh, I, it really just depends on the day, right? So sometimes it is, uh, I know we were talking like like Ratchet, like Migos or something, and you're just like, I just have to go hard. I actually love oh, regular hip-hop. Um, I'm a 80s, 90s. Um, type hip hop early 2000s um, so I'll listen to that but sometimes I get in kind of a Jay-Z biggie mode um, where I'll throw that in and just kind of you get like going. swipe all your stuff from off your desk at work and you like want to kick shit over like you be like into it no That's but I, I do be. I do get hyped though you know you, it's like you just start you know you're getting there you're dancing and it, so we're in an open office environment <laughs> so it's actually really entertaining because you watch everybody and when people get into it their heads just start you mm-hmm. see the heads bobbing this and that. And every once in a while, you do get caught up. And you do start talking. Fortunately, um, I work in an entertainment industry. So no one's ever nervous about lyrics that they hear, right? Um, and, I mean, I have a lot of young people on my team. So they may start singing with me, like, oh, you know, like, because that's what we do. Um, but I, I'll get hyped. I don't kick things over, but 
I actually have a standing desk, so I will dance. <laughs> so you may see me dancing or moving. I, I, you know, I have to move around a lot. I don't like to just sit there. Uh, so I, I move my dance up and down, up and down, desk up and down, up and down. And they're like, will you stop? <laughs> uh, but people get jealous because not everybody has a standing desk and I didn't know I had it till my analyst was like look what you have and I was like oh and it was just literally up and down up and down we did it for about 10 minutes so someone said you may break the desk and we were like I wonder how it works yeah, yeah Elena you might not want to be on that team Elena oh, yeah. would be that person like would you stop you just need to stop I'm sorry you all <laughs> I have one I have one requirement we, when we, if we do a team outing we always do shots it's my only my only requirement oh so is this a team outing I'm just trying to get it. We don't have to. It doesn't need half of So you want the shots on top of the rosé? Yeah, afterwards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all really trying to murder my liver. Keeps you loose. Look, I'm saying you just got to keep tomorrow. it flowing. And then <laughs> you drink water tomorrow, you'll be fine. No, no. So what's one of the things you're most surprised that you've done? Ooh, what am I most surprised that I've done? Um, I think that most recently I'm most surprised that I've been telling people what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I, you know, normally I'll just kind of let certain things happen, but apparently I've had the, the balls and the audacity to tell somebody, no, I, I, I want this. Um, whether it's at work, uh, I want an opportunity, or um, I actually asked for my team. Um, my boss was let go. Um, we didn't have a boss for a while. Um, we were kind of sharing and splitting duties. And I was like, yo, I was like, no, I can do this. And I convinced myself one day, um, <laughs> I'm a leader. Like, I, I can do this, and I don't know how it's going to work. Um, but I really leaned on some experience, and I just threw myself out there and said, this is what I want. And I think even lately, I, I've been interested in taking a more global role. I want to think more strategically. I want to be in more conversations. And uh, like I said, surprisingly, it's happening. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, okay, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> but right now, I think that's, that, that's it. That's what's most surprising. That's one of the best things, too, because we were talking about that earlier. I'm like, you just convince yourself at some point it seemed like such a good idea. I don't know what it is. You just get that spirit. You get hyped. You be like, yeah, I'm about to do that. And as long as you say you're going to do it right then and there, you go for it. Now, if you let, like, five more seconds linger, you be like, oh, that's <laughs> uh, a terrible idea. But no, I convince myself every day. We, it's, it's a conversation. Are, those day. are important moments because I feel mm -hmm. like those are the things where you, you really try something. You just be like, oh, wow. Look at that. Like, we doing a whole last podcast right now. So, that's mm -hmm. a thing. And it's an impressive thing. <laughs> third round. Kayla. Third round. Good yeah, Lord. you're almost done. A whole round. I thought that was the third round. Go <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs> that was the second one. Um, I am good at math, though, really. <laughs> so, like, what do you see in yourself, in us, as young black women trying to make it pop? Man, I don't, I don't know if I see, I see myself. I see better. Oh, um, we better. No, we not. No. Uh, oh, stop uh, it. You are. I mean, I think <laughs> that. Downey's leg is she feeling her. First of all, <laughs> I'm not. she got them from my home girl too. I'm mad because those would be my leggings. They're really cute though. But I haven't. Thank seen them. you. They're really cute. Um, I, you know, it, it it really is that. I mean, I think I draw inspiration from most of the people that I encounter and get to know. Um. I don't, I don't know any rap people. Like, I know all impressive people. Um, so I think that, you know, I, I take my inspiration from everyone. And I, I'd, I'd like to think um, that I see my fearlessness in other people and other people bring out the fearlessness in me. Um, so I, I'd say that's what I see. 
Um, so someone else is fearless. Okay, I'll do it too. You know. Um, so I'd like to see that. Say that's probably what I see. Okay. Well, my favorite question is. Oh boy. <laughs> like, what do you hate? Like, I hate so much stuff, and I just want to know. Like, I don't deal with lies. That's oh, easy. Ooh, lies. Shit, she cut straight yeah, to I it. Yeah, I don't deal with lies. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, be honest with me. Be honest with yourself. Um, I don't deal with lies, but I also don't like judgment. Don't judge people because you don't know what you would do in that situation. Mm. Um, and I think that we all have to be open. Again, you can learn from anybody and everybody. I don't care who it is. So don't judge somebody because they did something one way. You don't know what you would have done. Um, you don't know what all their situation. So I think you have to be open. But more specifically, at least be honest with yourself and honest with everyone else. If you did something, say you did it. Right? There's, there's no need to put the blame on someone else. Or stuttering, you can't. You won't even be able to keep up with your lies. So don't do that. Unless you Phaedra. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh my God. <laughs> mm, that's you a whole nother. You need that little that notebook shit. that you carry around, like lie number twenty-seven. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you know, you start lying, you're just you're you're not being true to yourself, and you're not true being true to other people. So. Mm. My turn. Yep. Last mm-hmm. question. So if you could run away from everything right now, what would you do? Crazy thing is, my response to that is, no, I don't want to run away. Um, I'm a, I'd rather jump in. Like, I like my life. I think stays in chaos. Um, so most people probably would be like, let me just run away. Um, but I thrive on chaos, um, uh, and and kind of bringing order to chaos. That's kind of my thing. Um, but you know, I do think that sometimes you do need to get away. So I think that my go-to getaway place um, or thing to do is Hawaii. Um, I love to just kind of get away from Hawaii. It's something about Hawaii in that direction. Don't know why. Um, I feel more like more likely, I'm more likely to cut the technology and just kind of break away um, and just disconnect. Um, But I am again, learning to travel other places and do the same, right? Like surprisingly, I think I love technology, but I love to, just get away and just I love to laugh so I think there's nothing greater than being with some friends in a new place just sitting around having drinks and laughing you don't even know what the conversation will be just just start talking it's it's inevitable most people I know all you're gonna do is drink and laugh it's gonna be great cool. I, mean, I love it so we're getting ready to hit you with the last two questions. Wait a second, did you say that's the last question? That was the lightning round. That was a three round. round. That three was round. The lightning round. It was like a random just pull, but then we have to close it out. You just can't be like, all right, well, she liked Kool-Aid. Bye. <laughs> I end. do like Kool-Aid. Red, thank you. Red Kool-Aid. And sweet, because, you know, if it's weak, you don't want the weak Kool-Aid. All right, so I have a question for Everyone, you. Everyone, you should see their faces. They are just... Now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. It's okay. What advice would you give the young ladies that are looking to enter the STEM field or that are early on in their careers? Hmm. So I'd say for uh, for the STEM field, like, it's so much fun. Um, my biggest thing is, like we were saying earlier, it is tough. But don't give up. Um, you, you know, you just have to keep pushing through. Uh, you have to just stay positive. Um, and there is a world... Uh, just a world of opportunity waiting for you. Um, I do feel like talk to people um, in terms of career advice uh, because you never know what you can do. Just because you're going into STEM doesn't mean that you have to be a traditional engineer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Engineering is touching everything from design 
um, to marketing um, in terms of like the digital world, entertainment, sports, gaming. There's so much to do in engineering and in STEM, you know, like people just don't realize it. And I think that we all need to be more open to, to having those conversations about what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? And let's figure out what kinds of careers fall into that area because you just never know. Okay. And last one. last one. It's kind of fun. If you could add four people to your network, who would you add and why? Ratchet people included. So just so you know, you know, they could be professional. Four. Oh, boy. Okay. We only got three, so that's a bonus. You say you only got three? We only yeah. got three options, so you real special. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who would I add? I don't know. Right now? I'm going to say Michelle Obama is She one. is at the top of the list. Like, she's number one. <laughs> then I feel like I don't have to say Barack because I'm going to get him together. Um, and I feel like she has more pull to be like, you going to come what? and talk to me. So, um, and, and I, I just have, a, a, I have a, a crazy respect for her just on, you know, so many levels. And I, I recognize, I've never met her, so we've never had a conversation. She's still auntie. But... Exactly. I think that how she carries herself, regardless of like she might be crazy, I don't know, but (laughs) how she carries herself and how she's maintained that, but I still feel like she's authentic, Mm -hmm. unreal. Um, On top of the fact she's an African American woman. Um, So she is hands down top um, of my list. Uh, I'm trying to think of though, who are the the three other people? Um, And even (laughs) because. I got real analytical about it. In my mind, I'm like, well, you know, do you want somebody from industry? Do you want somebody that's business? Do I want an entertainer? Do I want a sports person? You know, somebody who just has a crazy, cool personality or culture? Uh, I don't know. Um, wow, that is actually a really tough question for me. Hmm. And you should see I'm my, I'm my brain is, my thought bubble is crowded and on <laughs> overdrive right now. It's taking up the whole room. It, yeah, it really is. Because I don't, I, I actually don't know. Um... And then I'm still starting about thinking about people that are actually in my circle. So that's not helping either. That's um, fine. Cause, you um, can't ask someone in your circle. They're already, they're already in, in my circle. circle. Oh, shit. That's what you're saying. You're right. You're right. I'll drink the rest of your beverage for you. I was like, oh, I mean. I was saying you I can recognize you them. Here, I can subtract you and add you back. Right. I hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to encourage her. Like, they matter, too. We Damn. get it. We get it. They matter, too. Yes, and. Shut up. I'm, shut up I'm trying to think. That's it's a it's such a tough question because I don't know. My circle is already powerful and good. She said, I know y'all already cool right now. And you know, Michelle takes up like five people. <laughs> um who else besides like Michelle Obama? I'm a, you know what's crazy? I'm sitting here thinking, who do I follow on Instagram? You know, right now, I, I, I actually really am obsessed with Shonda Rhimes, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I've related to a lot that she's talked about lately. So um, I actually am going to say her because I feel like I love to just hang out with her, like mm-hmm. just have a drink and kick it. Um, and I feel like um, it could go in, in various directions that I think I just really appreciate. Um, and I'd laugh a lot. I mean, I'd laugh a lot. Um, I think... There's going to be a comedian in there. I just don't know which one. Because um, some comedians, it's like, I kind of would really wish I knew what your story your story was um, and, and how your 
how your late life has kind of played out. Like, you know, you all talking earlier about even like a Dave Chappelle. He's that kind of person I'd love to kind of meet and understand more about his story um, and everything. But I'm pretty sure there'd be a comedian there because I enjoy listening to comedians and just how they think. Um, oh, but you know what? Hmm. I just threw myself out because I thought about I would love to meet the bla- the cast of Blackish. Mm-hmm. But it's more than enough people. But that would kind of probably be part of my comedic side, kind of some star celebrity and just like some historical celebrities. So kind like we can meet in across and then we just give you Jennifer Lewis. I'm Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that would, that would be a, that would be. But that's why I was like you said, like you're starting to say like, oh, maybe it's like a cast of a show or something. But yeah. Now I'm at like five or six. Come on. They're staring at me. That's good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And we, that's a wrap for today. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great, great show. It's okay. Because we love you, we will wrap it there. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, man. We hope everybody was able to learn something about career options and just see kind of what's out there for um, mechanical engineers or engineering. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, we're very open to doing more interviews and exploring pathways of people. Uh, we want to thank Shelly for coming thank and leaving you. the restaurant. <laughs> yes. Uh, and again, we hope drinks. you enjoyed your time with us. Again, if you have any questions or comments or you want to follow us on social media, it's she2stem on all of our avenues. And our email is also she2stem at gmail.com. And that's 2-T-O-O. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Where you going?